It was a dark and moonless night. The only light came from the stars above in the dim glow of the cabin where I sat with my partner, another park ranger. We were deep in the woods, miles away from civilization, tasked with keeping watch over the park's wildlife and visitors. Suddenly, an unusual static came over the radio. My partner and I looked at each other, puzzled. He picked up the receiver and tried to make contact with the other park rangers on duty, but there was no response. I'll go outside and check it out, he said, grabbing his flashlight and rifle. I watched as he left the cabin, the door slamming shut behind him. I waited for what felt like an eternity, but there was no sign of him. I grew increasingly worried and decided to go outside and look for him. I grabbed my own rifle and stepped outside, the darkness enveloping me. I listened intently for any sound, but there was only silence. I walked slowly into the deep woods, my heart pounding in my chest. As I reached the clearing, I saw something that made my blood run cold. A dogman, a creature that was half dog and half man, stood above the fallen body of my partner. I raised my rifle and fired at it, and the creature fell to the ground, wounded. But then it let out a blood-curdling scream and ran off into the darkness. I quickly ran over to my partner's body and saw that he was dead. I was filled with grief and anger, but I knew that I had to leave the area before the dogmen returned. I resigned from my job as a park ranger, unable to cope with the tragic loss of my friend and the horror of what I had witnessed. The memory of that night still haunts me to this day. I will never forget the terror of that dogman and the way it took away my friend's life. The woods will never be the same to me again. It will be forever associated with that tragic night. So I saw something interesting that I didn't even think about until now, but saw everywhere as a child, and even now as an adult. Basically, there is this creature or entity or person referred to as the Hat Man. I'm not referencing that creature you see when you've had one too many Benadryl. I mean this thing that is basically a tall, almost abnormally tall, man with a large wide brim black hat. He wears a long black trench coat that almost melts into shadows and covers his body so you can't figure out his form and black boots. He has a wicked white grin and glowing red eyes. As a kid, I used to see him in dreams in the corner of my eye. And back then, I called him Jack due to the fact he was what I assumed Jack, the Ripper, would have looked like. Now, at 23, it's been a while since I've seen him but just last week. I saw him again when heading to bed. Does anyone else see this entity? Does anyone else know what this is? So I, 13 male, and a couple of my friend let's call them E, D, Z, S, and G, went exploring this barn last year. It is creepy. We found two knives, one old working toy, and an attic with some stuff of value. First time, nothing weird, but it gives the creeps. Next time, last year's start of autumn, my two friends E and D went to check it out and see what we could do. It didn't go as planned. They saw a white man-like creature in the barn and one outside spying in a bush. They ran for their bikes on the files and watched the creatures do some shit. I don't know what, not normal activities. First encounter, second encounter. This was like around two weeks ago since I got injured mid-autumn and basically couldn't do nothing during winter. 
We went there to do random shit and F around like the 13-year-old dumbasses we are and searched the barn. Things were a lyle misplaced. Nothing new. After that, we go to check out the nearby forest, 6 p.m., and it is dark outside by now. We go by the forest and look inside. We hear something, some gibberish I don't know, and we watch in cues. We are obviously scared and creeped out. We see some white creatures run around. We ran like 40 meters away and watched. Something came out and shouted some shit. Don't know if we should go back and explore or not. Aster in Europe. Anyone knows similar cases or has some advice, please reply. We had been away for a few nights and traveled back quite late. Towards the end of our journey, this was about 2 a.m., we were driving along in a road in a rural area when something crossed the road in front of us in full headlights for about three seconds. It was about the height of a person, maybe six feet or over, but had short, powerful legs and hips which seemed to move in a circular fluid fashion. It was not a deer because it stood on two legs. This was in the Midlands and the area is traditional rolling fields and woodland. In this particular spot, there are no houses or buildings. Nearest is over a mile away. We drove back today as it's only seven miles from home to look at the road layout, and whatever it was moved into a wide bowl-shaped field dropping down to a stream. Any ideas? For some backstory, this happened when I was nine or ten years old. My parents moved us into a brand new house. We were the first family to live in it. The house always had a dark vibe about it, like the energy was just off. If you were alone in a room, you could feel someone enter, but no one would be there. You could feel a lot of energy. You were never truly alone type of energy. If you were taking a shower, you'd see a shadow in the room with you, walking around through the glass of the shower door. You could be sleeping in the bonus room and wake up to a shadow figure in the doorway. It happened to my parents and myself, but of course my parents played it off as nothing. No one was ever happy in that house. Now that I'm older, whenever I have a nightmare more times than not, it's about that house or the setting is at the house. Now on to my title. I could probably think of a logical reason for any of the things I talked about above, but not this. I know this really happened. This was not my imagination. When I was young, I always slept in between my parents because I was terrified of the dark. One night I shot straight up in bed and in the doorway, this tall, skinny, glowing gray human-looking thing walked past the doorway into the bonus room. It had no hair. It gave off male energy. Time didn't stand still. There was nothing weird happening other than the fact I just saw this thing walk past my door. It had no facial features. I was scared when I saw this, but because of the energy it gave off. Following this incident, I would always see red glowing eyes in my bedroom closet whenever I pass by. I'm 26 now, and I've seen a lot of scary things, but this one always makes me feel the worst when I remember it. What do y'all think it was? Has anything like this happened to anyone? This happened in Northern California for anyone wondering. We had been riding for about, I don't know, nine hours or so, taking breaks every now and then. Then Michael says he needs to stop for a minute. We are waiting for him to finish when all of a sudden we see this lone figure walking across the trail. It is about six foot tall, very skinny in form, and it had an awkward gait, like a monkey. 
or a man with a disease almost robotic. Then all I remember about Michael is him saying, What the hell is that? Or something like that. But he sounded far away. He probably used a different word instead of hell. The thing is, we had somehow walked a bit towards the thing. Don't ask me why. Maybe to look at it better, not knowing what it was. The creature stopped, and it made eye contact with me, and I could see it clearly. The eyes were kind of like a snake's, but yellow with a black stripe in the middle of the eye. It had green and red scales on the face and head. The red color was kind of like the same as the desert sand, and it looked like it had a sandy texture too. It didn't have a nose, only two holes on it. I couldn't see any ears or hair. A red mouth that looked like it had blood around it, but it didn't look like it was bleeding. It looked like a pattern. It reminded me of a chameleon, but it looked like a person too. The odd creature then stood up to its full height and raised its long arms to gesture at them, all the while making an unearthly chattering sound, before scampering off like a lizard trying to hide. The unsettled men excitedly talked about what to do, and they decided to just keep going and finish the course. However, the strange encounter did not leave them, and none of them could forget it. One of the witnesses would later say, when you read these stories online or watch them on TV, well, you think, man, these people are crazy, on meds or something, or in need of attention. But this has made me a believer. There has to be more of them out there. If there's one, there's got to be two at least, right? I know most people won't believe a word I said. That's the way I used to be. I don't blame them at all. But they are out there. Now, I'm not saying this is an alien or a chupacabra or anything like it. All I'm saying is I have never seen anything like it in my life. But I am no biologist, so what do I know? In 1972, two police officers in Loveland, Ohio, claimed to have seen a large bipedal, frog, or lizard-like being. The first incident was reported on March 3rd by police officer Ray Shockey who saw what he described as a being that stood three or four feet tall with leathery skin and a face like a frog or lizard. Officer Shockey was en route to Loveland in his vehicle when he saw the thing on the side of the road, and as he approached it, he first thought it was a dog. It was only when it stood up and looked at him, its eyes reflecting his car's headlights, that he saw it was something far stranger. The creature turned away from the startled policeman and leaped over a guardrail down an embankment and into the Little Miami River. Officer Shockey continued to the police station, where he told his story to fellow police officer Mark Matthews. Naturally, I didn't believe him, but I could somehow tell from his demeanor that he did see something. Matthews said in a 2016 interview with WCPO in Cincinnati, Officer Matthews agreed to return to the scene with Shockey and the two men said they found scrape marks leading down a hill into the river. Just two weeks later, on March 17th, Matthews had his own sighting. He said he was driving outside of Loveland when he came upon what he thought was an animal lying in the road. Matthews stopped his vehicle to clear what he assumed was an animal carcass, but the sound of his door opening roused whatever it was in the road. The creature was similar to that reported by Shockey, although at the time Matthews said it was standing more upright than what his fellow officer had described. The frog-like entity watched Matthews warily as it moved out of the road and began to climb the guardrail. 
Hello guys, I will talk about two stories on this post that happened to me again with, I think, the same shadow person. The first one that happened a few months ago. I woke up, but still in my bed, and was kind of between sleep and lucid state. There are two pillows which I use to sleep in my bed, the left one and the right one. When I woke up, I was really close to the pillow, the left one, but I slept on the right one. My head was turned towards the left side. So I felt strange because I felt the same type of energy I feel when the shadow being comes. I also felt that this being was here again, to play and have fun by himself. The being pressed and pushed my head on the left pillow. It was really hard to resist and to go against his own movement. Of course, I tried to push my head backwards, but quote, difficult. In the same time, I felt my mouth was opening on its own. I was shocked and thought that maybe he wanted to go inside. I resisted with great difficulty, but I did it. After that, I remember nothing. The second one that happened to me this night. So I slept normally, but woke up one thirty hour after falling asleep. I dreamt about creating pictures with Air Night Cafe, but in real life, it was odd and strange. I went to the toilet, and after coming black to my room, I fell asleep. Before going to sleep, I prayed for Jesus Christ to protect me. But after some time, here they are, they are coming again, and the prayer did not work. I woke up again, but I had my eyes closed, and felt a pressure on my chest like somebody was sitting on me. I tried to breathe with difficulty. But after this, somebody was doing pressure movements on my chest, like if someone is needing help for the heart. I opened my eyes and saw a black figure with feminine silhouettes standing and watching me in front of my bed. She was wearing a hat of the fifties and looked at me. With confusion at first, I thought it was my model figure, because I have one in my home and put sometimes the clothes I made on it. But this was impossible because I don't have a hat like this, and I did not put my model figure in front of my bed. I then knew something was strange, and it was probably the shadow figure. I closed my eyes, and then felt my left arm going up without me controlling it. I tried to put it down, but again it went up and again. I put it, put it down, and finally woke up. But when I opened my eyes, I saw that my arm was still next to me and was never pulled up. I then think, because it happened to me some other times, that in fact we are waking up, but with our astral body and our physical body in so the entity can move our parts of our astral body because of that. Hello, my name is Sinan. I am a journalist living in Turkey. Paranormal investigations are my hobby. I did not experience this story. Happened to one of my readers who sent it to me to publish. I live in a village in Zongoldak. My name is Delever, a male name used in Turkey. When I was a kid, the women in my village usually gathered in a house at night and told horror stories about djinns. Thus, they unnecessarily scare themselves. Since I was a kid, I used to go to these meetings with my mother, listen to the stories, and be influenced by them. Our village is an old mountain village which is neglected and secluded. The entire village is on a slope. There is no single flat road. There is no lighting in the streets either, but there is a mill at the entrance of the village. My mother and her friends used to go to the mill in the morning and make cornmeal until the evening. There were cherry laurel and fig trees around the mill. One day, I went to the mill with my mother. The day had not dawned yet, 
and it could be considered night. We put sacks of corn in the mill to grind and make flour. I had to pee, and the mill did not have any toilet. I had to pee under a fig tree. After I peed, I went back to the mill again. While I was working in the mill, my mother told me, I will go to the house and come back soon. Do not go anywhere. I don't know if it's psychological, but once I was alone, I started to hear someone calling me by saying, Hey. Hey. I panicked when the door of the mill suddenly opened. I got out of the mill to check whether there was someone outside. Once I got out, I think I saw someone under the fig tree. The light of the mill was not lighting that area much. Maybe this is because I believed the shade I saw was looking at me. Suddenly, I thought, I hope that is not a gin. I shuddered with this thought. I went back into the mill and closed the door. However, it opened again. I panicked when the door suddenly and harshly opened again. I didn't know what to do. Instinctively, I wanted to get out and run as fast as I could. When I got out to do this, I saw dozens of shades around the mill and in front of me. I went back in, entered the mill, and sat down. I started to say prayers I remember while crying. I lost myself with fear. During this time, my mother arrived and took me home. I bruised the arms of my mother with my nails. However, I didn't even realize it. When I returned to normal at home, my mother, father, and other members of my family asked me what happened and why I was so scared. I couldn't tell what I saw to anyone, just because I may feel the same fear again while telling it. In the following days, I wanted to forget the shades I have seen, but my nightmares didn't allow me to do so. In my nightmares, someone was constantly trying to strangle me. These dreams were so real that I usually woke up out of breath. I had these nightmares every night when I went to bed without ablution. My family, who noticed that I lost mentally, took me to the imam of the village mosque. They told him about me. However, the imam didn't see any problems in me. He told me that I'm okay, and the problems I suffer could be psychological. However, I was not crazy. My family thought mosque imams might not understand such things, and they took me to another haja. This haja was experienced in jinn, haunting, and reversing spells. This haja put a bowl of water in front of me when we went to meet him, and he said, Now look at this water carefully. If you see anything in the water, tell me what you see. I swear I saw the ones who strangled me. I told what I saw to Haja. I answered the questions of Haja. In the end, the Haja gave me a vef. He said, You have to carry this vef on you. Jinns cannot approach you as long as you carry this, and they cannot harm you. However, if you take it off or lose it, they will haunt you, and they can even kill you. I have been wearing that vefka for years as a necklace. After that day, I had no problems with jinns. However, the problem is, I lost that vek a few days ago. I don't know what to do. Explanations. 1. According to a common Turkish popular belief, the surrounding of the fig trees are one of the places where there are many djinns. Therefore, people often avoid getting closer to fig trees, especially in the evening. It is believed that peeing under the fig tree causes djinns to haunt the person. According to a length belief, people who will fall down from a fig tree will certainly be disabled or die soon. 2. Vefk. It is a kind of talisman crafted by writing letters and numbers, which are believed to have powers and effects into square and rectangular shapes in certain mathematical equations. 
I joined the army, not because I wanted to, but because my father was in the military. And his father before that, and his father before that. So other than it being expected of me, I always just felt that it was the right thing to do. I thought I would be disappointing my family if I didn't also enlist. It was the worst mistake of my life. Other than the severe depression and PTSD, I experienced something that I cannot forget. No matter how hard I wish I could. At one point, I was stationed at Fort Beatrick in Maryland. The details of how I wound up there aren't important, but I was there for much longer than I would have liked. The thing about the military is that you surrender all control to someone else. So no matter how much I wanted to leave that place, it really wasn't up to me. Something you need to know about Fort Detrick is that back in the day, in the 1940s shortly after the Pearl Harbor attack, the base was used to experiment with some pretty intense and bizarre biological weapons. It's a fact that most don't like to talk about, and it isn't mentioned all that often while on base, but it's there. There have always been rumors of some toxin or another accidentally being released into the air, but I always just played that off as childish scary stories, or twisted rumors. That is, until one night I saw something that I can't unseen. In fact, I see it every time I close my eyes. I was going for a walk late one night, when I couldn't sleep. It was a crisp and quiet night, and I was really enjoying the walk. It seemed as if the entire world had come to a standstill. Nothing seemed to be moving. Everyone seemed to have been asleep. It felt as if I was the only person in the entire world. All I could hear was the cool breeze and the sound of my own feet as I walked. I still remember wishing that I could freeze that moment and enjoy the peace for the rest of my life. At the time, I wasn't very happy. I hated being in the military and I felt very lonely and isolated. As I was walking, I couldn't shake the feeling that I was being watched. It sort of came out of nowhere. I was enjoying the silence and the peace and boom. It felt like there were a million eyes on me. I kind of stopped and peered around to see if I could see anyone else. I couldn't see anything, so I carried on walking. Then I felt it again, like eyes on me watching my every move, so I stopped walking. I looked around again, this time more carefully. I just couldn't shake the feeling. Then, from behind the wall of another building, I saw something peering its head out at me. As it saw me spotting it, it ducked back behind the wall. It seemed unusual, like the behavior of a child, but much, much larger than a child. I took a few steps closer and called out to it, thinking it was just another person behaving strangely. I figured maybe they were smoking something or drinking when they weren't supposed to be. I walked around to where I had seen the thing, and there was nothing. I stood there for a while and wondered if maybe I had imagined the entire thing. Then I saw that the dirt had been disturbed where I was standing, so I knew I wasn't imagining it. At that point, I still thought it was a person, so I walked around the building to see if I could find them. I found nothing. I waited a moment to see if they'd come back, but then I heard a loud bang from the roof of the building. It startled me completely, and I stumbled backward a little bit. I landed on my butt and immediately looked up. On the roof was a massive skeletal creature. It looked like nothing but skin and bones. Although it didn't look like a human at all, it seemed like there was something human about it. It frowned at me as if to figure out what it should do next. I was so afraid. 
I couldn't get a word out, and I could hardly breathe. Before I could catch my breath, it scampered over the roof. It jumped from building to building almost too fast for me to keep track of. I saw it as it disappeared, super fast. I sat on the ground for a moment afterward, to make sure I wasn't dreaming. I don't know what I saw, but I know that I had a really hard time sleeping until I finally left that base. To this day, I can't help but wonder if what I saw was the result of some leaked biological toxin from the 40s or something like that. I have a story of a creature on my hunting land from when I was a kid. When I was about ten years old, I was hunting with my grandfather, now deceased, on family-owned land near Covington, Minnesota. It was near dusk, and we'd been sitting for a couple hours now. We haven't seen much, just a spiker and a small doe, nothing large enough to shoot. We were starting to lose hope, and were getting ready to start the about one-mile trek back to our cabin. As we were preparing to leave, we heard some twigs cracking from our right rear side. The stand we were in was tucked in the rear corner of a large clearing on one of the bigger trees in the tree line. As the cracks from the twigs got closer, I remember realizing that all other ambient noises stopped when the creature finally emerged from the tree line. I remember my heart feeling like it stopped working and an overwhelming feeling of dread wash over me. What I saw was what looked to be a small buck that looked like it hadn't eaten in weeks and was an extremely pale brown, almost gray, with what looked to be a broken neck and a missing antler stumble into the clearing. At this time, the sun was just about to sink below the treetops and cover the clearing with shadows. I recall looking over at my grandfather and seeing a level of fear I have never seen on his face before. Mind you, my grandfather was tough and fearless, as they come being he'd seen active duty in Vietnam as infantry. After seeing my grandfather's face, it just made the feeling in my stomach become worse. As we watched this deer stumble into the clearing, my grandfather reached for his binoculars. As he pulled them out, the lens cover made a small noise on the side of the stand. The creature must have heard it because it stopped its stumble. Now, in the middle of the clearing, and creepily rotated around and rose up on its hind legs and stared directly at us. For about a minute, before running off in a creepily awkward sprint into the woods, at this time it felt like I just had gotten the wind knocked out of me, and I was petrified with fear. After the encounter, me and my grandfather sat in the stand completely silent, staring at the clearing, trying to make sense of what we just witnessed. As we started to walk back, we heard extremely weird, almost human-sounding noises coming from the woods around us. By the time we got back to the cabin, my grandfather decided it'd be best to call our trip early and head back home. But before we left, I had to use the bathroom, and our cabin was quite old, so I didn't have indoor plumbing, just an old outhouse. As I sat down to use the toilet, the immense feeling of dread returned as I heard human-like whispers and small scratches on the back of the outhouse. I screamed at the top of my lungs to my grandfather as I ran out of the outhouse crying. After that, we drove back home and had a small discussion on what we saw. Despite being an avid hunter that was my grandfather's last season of hunting and about a year later, we sold the land I've told this story a couple times to close friends and family, but I think most of them think I'm crazy, especially being the only witness now that my grandfather passed away.
Still to this day, the encounter sends shivers down my spine every time I think about it. Also, I was very tired when typing this, so please forgive me for any spelling errors. It was mid-November 2021, and me and about ten friends were camping in the woods in the Sawtooth National Forest near Petite Lake. There were two groups of four people in two tents and one in a car, and me and my buddy were in hammocks near the edge of the camp. It's about 1 a.m., and we all had been sleeping for about two hours. I wake up to my hammock mate panting extremely heavily and yelling my name. I am confused and get up and help him. He is paralyzed by fear he said that he had an extremely vivid dream that there was a black figure tall and slender trying to break into his car after he had seen this figure decapitate me and the rest of his friends. He said that he woke up to the figure near the car and saw all of our heads stuck on sticks throughout the camp. He proceeded. He said to click the car alarm button and the figure began to run circles around the car and the stopped, then dashed off extremely quickly into the woods. I was obviously freaked out at this point, and I immediately felt very uneasy, but I told him it was just a bad dream and that he needs to go back to sleep. Him and I tried for about five minutes, both stricken with fear at this point, when we hear our friend in the tent begin to yell, No, no, don't take me. Side note, we had not awoken anyone else in the camp at this point. This freaked me and my buddy out quite a bit, because we had no idea what was going on. We were also very vulnerable in our hammock by ourselves on the edge of our about 50 yard across camp. Our buddy's yells proceed to wake up most of the rest of the camp, and we find out that our friend in the car that my buddy said clicked the car alarm of was awake. So all of us scared and awake have a conversation about what is going on, and the buddy in the car says that he heard scratching on the window and heard something pull the door. He also said that he had seen the black figure running around the car as well. We were all freaked at this point and decided to move into the same tent. Our friend with the dream also claimed a similar murder story to the friend in the hammock. The next morning, we all talked and so many of us experienced what happened that night, six in total that we determined that it must have been some sort of being that was giving us nightmares. We called it a windigo, but we have no idea. Also, we had friends that stayed at the same site about six months earlier, and a few of them did notice weird things happening at camp at night, like feelings of being watched, or feeling of a being walking around their tent. Strange stuff in the Idaho mountains. What does this sound like, and what do you all think? This happened a couple months ago. And I didn't think anything strange of it at the time, but after talking to multiple people, including my father, I'm not very confident in what I saw anymore, and am looking for some help. I was driving a buddy of mine home a couple miles out, and had just started driving home. I was in the Beech Grove area near some apartment buildings on a back road, when about 30-40 feet in front of my car, I watched a creature dash across the road. I stopped my car to look at it. It stopped in someone's yard, turned back at me, and made eye contact with me for about ten seconds. I went to take a picture and it ran. At first, I thought it was the first fox I'd ever seen, but after some research online, it looks nothing like foxes native to Kentucky. This fox was about three and a half feet tall, very slender, with long, skinny legs. It didn't look malnourished, though. It looked very healthy.
solid black eyes with pointy diagonal ears that were tipped black, with the lower half of its legs being black and the tip of its tail being black. It was about 4 a.m. and perch black outside, but there were plenty of porch and street lights for me to see it. It was also decently foggy that night. The only species of fox I've found online that looks like it is one that's native to Africa and extinct. Since this encounter almost two years ago, I've seen three other wild foxes in the area. Two were as described by Google, much smaller than the one I saw. The third one I saw was about five minutes out from my house, and it looked just like the massive fox but slightly shorter. A friend of mine brought up the idea of it being a skinwalker, so I thought I'd post this here to get thoughts from anyone that would have any kind of idea for me, since I've heard stories of skinwalkers being in Kentucky.